Welcome back to another episode of I Ain't a Hound Dog. I'm just trying to pound, dog. Ha! What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, and you are rocking with none other than John, the John Effect, the Brolivia Pope, the Cheekbone Jones, all that good shit. Sit back, relax, listen to the flip, enjoy the show, tweet, and all that good shit. All right, y'all. Very pleasant good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time. The one and only. There never will be another. It is a new year. It is a new month. Your favorite niggas are back. This is a special presentation. This is Gay Side Stories Reimagined. I am one half of this operation. I am Oliver Quick here with my partner in crime, my ace, my boom, my coon. Mr. Ray Coleman, what's going on, bro? What's up, man? It's Mr. Coretta Scott King. I'm in here. Just happy to be back, bro. Happy we are back. back. We had a few weeks off. We are mm-hmm. here. Well, let me, let, we collectively have had a few weeks off uh, right, to right. get back into the swing of things. But my, my partner in crime has been feeding you guys out there, giving you content after content. Yeah. He let the choppers sing and gave us a plethora of episodes. But every wow. day of the week, that nigga gave you an episode. And for that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, give this man a round of applause because, oh, like, he's been doing this for years, coming up on oh. 10, if not 10 years. So, we always give our people, our found family, our friends their flowers. So hey. that to you, I give you, sir. So Man. yeah. How how does it feel to be like out there, out there? Because you had been you, you had said you had took a little bit of a hiatus. Like, Bro, that, I took a like, eat pray love me. hiatus. I, took, like I was gone. And Gay Side Stories was the only podcast that I was doing. So shit. Um, no, it's cool. I um I'm 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 back, but I'm spread thin and it's not a bad thing. Right, it's right. Just, um, you know, we kicking off the year and I'm doing a lot of different shit. I gotta um I'm with my 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 book shit. I'm um rep um preparing to get that out, so I'm doing overdrive over there. I'm, hey. I'm doing these movies and shit for the, the carefree black nerd and it's a little um Got a little, a little something coming. I don't know. At the time this goes up, I think it may have already started, but it's a, it's a little, it's a little round table of sorts that should be a weekly or a bi-weekly thing. It should be coming up too. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm trying to trying to be act, be outside. You winning, bro. <laughs> so, you shared something uh, maybe an hour ago, and I oh. had. You know how you're on social media and you'll mm-hmm. see something as you're scrolling, but you won't hone in on it and you won't really read it, but you saw it. Mm-hmm. So when you sent me the tweet, I was like, I saw this, but didn't even bother to touch it because I was like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like 95% of the information on the internet with strangers I, I is told to me against my will. And... <laughs> 
But do you care to read the tweet? And let, let's chop this tweet in, and then we'll get into our regular shit to get off. Yeah. Um, let me see. I thought I had a... I didn't take the screenshot. Okay. So the tweet says, um, a reminder that celebrating weight loss reminds your fat friends how much you hate looking like them. What? Okay. What the? Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say this. Let me let me jump ahead and say this. Mm-hmm. I I am so naive to a lot of things, and I'm glad that I'm naive to things. I keep forgetting with how Twitter has changed. That if you're verified, you have the potential to earn, you know, a few quarters and nickels and pennies. And with that being said, I realized people are posting for engagement and they're posting for, you know, comments, likes, whatever, opposed to, I'm old school Twitter. Like old school Twitter for me is like, I'm going to post what I want to post. It's random and I'm going to post it and I'm going to leave and go. And I'm not worried about who's going to respond to it. I'm not looking for a tweet to pop off. I'm That's just not how I approach social media. So when I thought of it in that context and I reread the tweet, I was like, this person is clearly wanting to start some conversation. And I I love, <laughs> I hate to say that I love this, but I, I enjoy when Twitter will hit you with a, is this you? And then post something that you might have said a month, a week a day, a year, 10 years ago, that completely contradicts what you were saying in the moment. Those moments I absolutely love. And they, I saw this maybe 10 minutes before we started recording, where Mm -hmm. someone had basically posted um, this person um, tweeting about 15 being 15 down 15 being mm-hmm. down 15 pounds from when they saw their nutritionist and I was like oh the plot thickens mm-hmm. so what yeah I don't know I think it's now I can say that I I feel like I understand a way in which that can be true i can i can see the path that because you and i only say that because i think that that same logic can be applied to so many different things right um and i do i do recognize that fat bodies are treated very different from thin bodies in society especially in the west that's not lost on me uh but at the same time i think a lot of it comes down to how you're presenting Things. Now, I'm not saying that everyone who's marginalized has to do the emotional labor to then explain said marginalization to everyone at large. But mm-hmm. that particular tweet, I, I found it to be quite odd because there's and not to say that's what this person is doing, but there is two things um, that happens online a lot. There's a certain brand of activism and superiority complex and like almost like respectability politics type of niggas where it is i went to let's just say harvard i went to harvard i have this degree i'm now in this particular profession and so 
instead of meeting the people where they are, it's let me let me tout off and speak about all these different things in, in involving my activism that makes it so much better. Now, an argument can be made that me, Rand Coleman, oh, you, you hate me. I can, whatever, I'm fine if that's the way you take it. But I think you can, it cannot be excused that if you have two children having the same conversation, it's going to sound very different. And when you speak to them, you're going to make sure you speak it in terms that they understand. I think that was kind of odd to just kind of throw that out there. Right. And not like have, unprovoked. Like who asked you? Dare without if I tell you I think Superman would uh should be black, I'm gonna say that I think he should be black because his powers come from the sun. He's powered by our yellow sun. Right. As far as photosynthesis with plants is concerned and, and mammal bodies, it's very similar. So for him to be a white man is kind of odd to me. That's I'm going I can explain that. Now the other thing that I think, I don't know if it's happening, but I see it a lot, is the rage farming. Well, I can get online and I can say, uh, black women, they go never, they, they, they keep black men down. White women is, is they the key. Oh, you gays disrespecting my Lord and God Savior. Like, I can say these wild ass things to get people to be upset at it. And then underneath that tweet, I'll put here, shop. Timu and get this stuffed animal or or put all my other tweets that I didn't put out that maybe didn't get the same interaction. So now you go to it cussing me out. Why you hate black women? Why you hate gays? And then it's like we know there's this pay system set up. And again, not saying that's what this person is doing, but you cannot perception is reality. So even right. if that's not what they're doing, it happens so often in this very same way that again, if you ain't meeting people where they are, you're going to look like the rest of these niggas that's black women is the downfall of the black family. Gay people need to be killed. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. interracial marriage. Like you're, you're going to sound just like everybody else. And so that, I, I just think it's everybody pulled up the dish you and I'm, you know, I'm all for it because it's like if, if what you're saying is true, explain your celebration of your own weight loss. But it's also like you're clouding up the timeline with a bunch of bullshit when if I look at your profile, that is not what you represent. So okay. I, don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just a nigga with an opinion. And it just it's weird. I think it's weird. See, I'm not Rain saying there's no truth to it, but it's weird. <laughs> Rain Coleman gave you a very poised, elegant, <laughs> intellectual take on it. Um and that is why the yin yang of this show works because <laughs> I'm going to give it to you, no lube, <laughs> no chaser. <laughs> this is what it is according to me. My thing Very is, good. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but you know the world is what the world is. Me losing weight, and I, I'm actually going to speak to this because as someone that was diagnosed with type two diabetes, and mm. you know over span of this pandemic put on over 25 pounds mm -hmm. then i i can relate let me not walk it back i understand wanting to lose weight for a myriad of things so me wanting to lose weight one is for my health like if i can reverse this diagnosis i'm gonna try i want to leave this world as I came in with all five fingers, excuse me, all 10 fingers, all 10 yeah. toes, both arms, both legs. That mm -hmm. is my goal. So if 
me losing weight is for that, that's one. Then I want to look good naked. Um, mm -hmm. That's two. So the weight loss journey for me is solely for me. And I'm not thinking about my other, I'm not thinking about anyone other than me mm -hmm. in this space because my weight is my issue. It's my, it's my journey. I, I'm not thinking, hey, I want to lose weight because, you know, who cares about uh, people in my life that may not be stick thin? And it's like, it's not, I don't, I don't think of things like that. There are things that I think of holistically when it comes to certain things, but when it comes to my own personal goals and you know things I want to accomplish, I don't, I don't put myself in other people's shoes because, and I would hope that they wouldn't put themselves in my shoes because mm -hmm. this is my experience. So for someone to say that, that's crazy. That's kind of like saying, yeah, if I celebrate a job, a promotion or what have you, that, you know, what about my friends that are not in the best financial spot? Like you just, mm -hmm. can't, when you, when you have these takes that again are unprovoked and you shove them down our throats and not in a fun way, we are then like, what are we, what are, what are we supposed to do with this? Like to mm -hmm. me, and we, we had these conversations offline all the time. This could have been something you could have talked to your friends in the group chat. Like you didn't have to jump your ass or waddle your ass on social media and shoot this off because what are we supposed to do with this? Like, okay. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's, it gives me, when you look at profiles and then you look at stuff that's tweeted and then you see the blue check, it's like, you look, you, you're a look at me. Like, look at me, look what I can do. Like, okay, Stuart, like sit your ass down. We don't care. But Ooh. that that's my whole take on that. Um, so, do you want to do blind five first or you want to do fan cast first? Um, oh, I think I want to go with the fan cast. Make these motherfuckers wait. Okay. All right. Five. So I'm going to, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to text you something offline. I meant to text you before the show because I have another idea for us. Um, mm -hmm. So I, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Oh, go ahead. Knock it out. All right, so I, you have full license, full range. I want you to fan cast the Daredevil movie, the original <laughs> Daredevil movie. So this is with uh, Matt Murdock, Electra, Bullseye, Kingpin. Okay, Daredevil. That's what's that. That's what's and it can be that. set in the it can be set in whatever like current, the nineties, the two thousands, the eighties, where however you want with whatever talent you want. Okay, okay. Um, shit. Okay, this is a good one. So, Daredevil, Daredevil, Electra, Bullseye, and Kingpin. Mm -hmm. Damn, Michael Clark Duncan. I'm I'm gonna say Michael Clark Duncan because I feel like with AI. We can have him in there. I'm gonna put him off to the side though, but I want that nigga back. Okay. I, want that, I, want that I nigga thought that back. was I thought that was a very great choice. Mm -hmm. And no, I feel like nobody gave pushback to the original movie of Kingpin being played by a black man. No, and the same thing, if to make a quick aside, I don't now correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember that for Harvey Dent either. Um 
I don't either. Albeit that was what was that? Was that late eighties, early nineties? Yeah, but still there wasn't, you know, but the culture wasn't the same back then. So um but let's see. Okay. I want to go oh actually, um Daredevil, I want and I want this man because it is gonna sound bad, but I'm actually complimenting him. He is not that attractive. Um <laughs> what's the nigga from DC Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Um, he was in the killing white dude. Um okay, Suicide Squad. Um, he was just in that movie I watched, Silent Night. Joe Kinnaman. Now I don't think this is an ugly man, and I and I'm walk with me here. I think that we have certain men like a George Clooney is an attractive guy. We got a Pierce Brosman. There's they're attractive guys. We have those dudes, and there was an age of like these very attractive, suave looking man, even way back in the Western movie days. And I feel like Joe Kinnaman. I don't think he's ugly. I don't think he is the that particular kind of attractive. And I would like to see him in more things, just like a regular motherfucker doing fantastic shit. If y'all think that nigga fine, that's okay. I'm not down to you. You have excellent taste. But right. he's just a regular nigga. He looked like a dude from Detroit. Just this regular oh, nigga who okay. I didn't see growing up. He just looked, so many of my white friends when I was in like elementary middle school, they daddies look like this nigga. So I would want him. And I think he has a, a, a good body. I like his acting ability. He he kills it. And I think that he has the range. And I would like to see, though he did play Rick Fag. I would like to see what he could do with playing, not that a disability is a costume, but what he could do playing a blind person. Okay. I and he's tall as shit too, so I, I want to see. I want to see him play um, Daredevil. Um, let me see, Daredevil. Oh, Electra, I already got it. I want um, this Desi girl. What is her? Hold on, Bridgerton. She was in Bridgerton and Sex Education. Season two cast. Ashley, Simone Ashley, that motherfucker, she has very ethnic features. Right. And I I want to see her doing a bunch of shit. When I saw her in sex education and she was fucking around, like she was a hyper, she was like a mean girl. She didn't have a, a, such a huge role. Then I saw her in Bridgerton and I could see the range from those two characters. I don't know what her athletic ability is like, but I think that this motherfucker would kill it. And she's fine as hell. Simone Ashley, she's a British actress. Um, she's been some old shit, but she, I, I love her face and her skin. Um, okay, that's Daredevil, Electra. <clears throat> excuse me. Let's do. You said Bullseye, Bullseye, Bullseye. I want. Ugh, I wonder. What's that nigga who played him? Uh, Colin. Colin Farrell. Uh, Colin Farrell played Bullseye in the original. Which his eyes are so intense, but ain't his teeth fucked up? Um, <laughs> let me see. Sorry, Colin. Uh, okay. Now I want I want to pick this dude. I hate him. I hate I hate everything about him. Okay. He plays Anthony Anthony in Bridgerton as well. He's gay in real life. He oh, plays you know God. a straight guy, but I hate. Him, that character, I want him to die. But Jonathan's acting is the reason why I think he does an exceptional job at portraying that character. And I would love to see him. Because isn't, is Bullseye British or was Colin Farrell British? 
Do we know? Um, I think he's Irish. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't feel, but I, I don't. I but the right character, there. the character, if I'm not mistaken, is not the character is American. Oh, okay. I, I want to take no jobs. American. Me... I want to say he is too. I'm not well versed on Bullseye. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm still going to stick with Jonathan though, the Bridgerton nigga, because I I think I see these niggas in period pieces, and then I wonder like, what would you what would you look like? Oh, actually, no, 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 no. I take that back. Um, there's a show Outlander. With this white nigga, and if I could meet this motherfucker, I I would be. His name is Sam Hewen. He's mm-hmm. the um the male lead. He is he's Scottish or Irish or something. And that motherfucker, he an older nigga now, so I don't know. But yeah, I would go with him. I would go with him. He's a ginger, and he got a it square does. fucking jaw, big ass head. Niggas of the white that's him, Irish ass nigga. Um, and then let me see, Kingpin, Kingpin, let me damn, William D'Onofrio, so good. Um, so sidebar, Jackie has the biggest crush on Vincent D'Onofrio. I can see that the bigger version of him. I was like, okay, girl, okay, yeah, I because he's like six seven. <laughs> like that's a big. Yeah, that's, he that's called a massive man. Yeah, he, Liberty. <laughs> I want to keep him because he did, he did such an amazing job in Daredevil show, and in shit. Hawkeye. Um, I don't know. Do I want Ashley around all them? Yeah, I actually will keep him. I think he's a phenomenal actor. And this shit would actually be set in 2003. Like, in continuity, I don't okay. care you can drop it in Marvel all day, but I want it set in 2003 um, when the first movie came out. So whatever they got to do to make that shit work, I want to see that, because that, that fucking Ashley Simone. So yeah, that's my cast. Ashley Simone, um, uh, Joe Kinnaman, Vincent D'Onofrio, and uh, the other nigga from Outlander. Them, that's That's my cast. Solid, okay. solid, solid. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was a lot. That took a lot of me. Um, okay, okay. Uh, let's do... So I'm I'm kind of torn. I put two because one I think we... I don't know if we did before. Um, this is a new year. Timeline to reset. Yeah, this is true. So um, in honor of global warming and the <laughs> earth... Going up in flames in the next ten years. I like you to recast Captain Planet. Um, Ooh, we have Willa not done this. Lincoln. Okay, good, good. We've not done it, and I've almost thought about giving the seat. Okay, so am I doing the five mm. minutes here? Who else? Yeah, do them, and you, and if you want Captain Planet, and uh, what's the one can, that Whoopi Goldberg played? That can Gaia, I do Gaia? Gaia. Yeah, okay. yeah, or whoever. Yeah, but the five and so you up. for Gaia. Hmm. Gaia, I am going to do. I want Alfred Woodard as Gaia. Yes. Um, for my Captain Planet, I want Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Mm. All right. 
right, for Linka. Hmm. I want. I want Claire Holt okay. from the originals, The Vampire Diaries, and Pretty Little Liars as Linka. Mm -hmm. As Wheeler, that's his name, right? With the red hair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, this is lazy, but KJ Apka. No, oh, no, that's 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 cool. Kwame. Kwame. Hmm. Hold on. Um, I want to get his name right. Um, hold on. Let's see. I want Jermel Simon from the Upshaws as Kwame. Mm. Mm. Okay. Monty, everyone's favorite gay icon from the Planeteers. Ah. <laughs> what is that? Ooh. Yeah. Hold on. Um, hold on. Uh, okay, hold on. I know his name. No, I don't. Wait. Okay. So, for Monty, and please, guys, don't kill me in the comments. I'm going to mispronounce his name. Rajiv Surendra. Uh, he was Kevin G and Mean Girls. I want oh, my yeah. <sighs> Let's see. Ooh. Um, let's see. Let's see. And For Gee, all right, let me get this girl. I want to get her name right. Hold on. She's from the game, but all right. Um, what is her name? Okay, so for Gee. I want Adrian Ray. Um, she was on the mm. game as the adult Brittany. She was on Chicago Fire. Uh, what else is she? Mm. In? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was in an. She was in a couple episodes of Atlanta. She was on Star. Uh, so yeah, I want her as key. So that is my captain, Claire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, she's so pretty too. And okay. I'm gonna set this in um present day. Oh Lord, they got their work cut off. <laughs> yeah, this is this gonna be present day. 
Um, and yeah, so th that's my guess. Oh God, yeah, that's a damn good cast. Thank you, Frank. Water. Oh, nigga, and Ryan Reynolds. That's, uh, I think right. he's gonna give us camp as Captain Planet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's gonna give us the right amount of camp, right amount of grit. So if he brings a little Deadpool to the role, that's fine. But I yeah. also feel like he's gonna bring some camp. Um, I almost was like, let me stick with Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. <laughs> Don Cheadle's Captain Planet was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Damn. So it's my. Let me just say this. This is literally my favorite segment that we do <laughs> on this show. It's the newest, but it is my yeah. favorite. And, you know, we've gotten feedback and people like it. So I want to do it every episode. Oh, uh, absolutely. Fine. Uh, so we'll do, you can, you can go first or I can go first. I'm going to let you pick. We'll do one. We'll break and we'll come back and pop the other person and then we'll get a chart table top. All right, Ben. I'll uh I'll go ahead and go. I think my mine might not be as as uh good as yours. So um for the blind five, your first option is um Jackie and John to take over. Jackie and John. Oh uh two. Okay. Next is single out. Ooh, nigga. Um, um, uh, three. Okay. Next is the pod panel. Oh, damn it. Four. Okay. Next is Luminati, 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 Infected Monkey. Five. Oh, I see it. And that's the case of my story for you, imagine. I didn't I didn't plan it that way. <laughs> but no. Oh shit. Actually, okay, we actually have time to go through. Okay, so are you ready? I, I don't know, nigga. Yeah, sure. Yes. I mine is also a call back uh to uh a franchise that we both like. Uh okay. a franchise that you and I collaborated on. Um, okay. So, are you ready? Oh, I think I know. Okay, yeah. Scream 3. Uh, uh, four. Scream 4. Oh, shit. Uh, that should have been 4. Um, 5. Scream six. Uh, two. Oh, okay. Scream two. Fuck. I should have went three. Damn. Um, three. Okay. I guess scream one is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One. One and six are probably my top two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not so mad at that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I. I almost did that last month. I said, no, I'm kicking off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have a little time before our break. So we're going, since we're in the movie space, <laughs> you did a review. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to watch, because I, I, I kept hearing about the movie, but yeah. I was like, am I going to watch it? I said, I want to, because 
This no bias, bias aside, Brandon Coleman will do a review, and nine times out of ten, I watch. I will watch what the reviews are. The only oh, one man. I didn't do was, and I listened to every Lovecraft Country. Uh, review. Yeah, <laughs> never watched the show because I can't do gore. Yeah, it's but, a lot. Um. He did a salt. I saw the salt burn review pop up. I said, Oh, let me watch this movie. So <laughs> I remember watching the movie. I said, let me, let me put it on play. So I hit the group chat up with me and Rain and Jackie. <laughs> and I watched the movie over two nights. Um, or over, I watched the majority of the movie the one night. And then the following day, when I went on my lunch break, I watched. The remainder of the movie, mm-hmm. and Saltburn was a lot to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it, but it was a lot, and mm-hmm. I think I'm going to echo something you said during the review, where I was like, "This does not feel like a comedy, even though it's a black comedy." <laughs> I found myself laughing at places mm-hmm. where I don't think it was supposed to be funny. And it's like I'm laughing because I'm an ancient ass nigga. But I was like, <laughs> this, <laughs> like, what is this? This is a fucking plot. Mm-hmm. And then I sat with it and I plan on watching it again. I, in, in the spirit of, you know, what we just did, I would have loved to have seen this through the lens of Southern Black people. Mm. Like, I, yeah. I would have loved to see the interpretation with, like, a Black director and, you know, predominantly Black and Afro-Latino cast set, like, in, you know, Tennessee or mm-hmm. Mississippi or, you know, Atlanta, or maybe not Atlanta, mm-hmm. maybe Savannah. Like how yeah. How would this look you know yeah yeah um i'm definitely with you there i um i love the movie i loved it it's not without its faults but it is camp it it's was over the top it is dramatic it's queer as fuck it, it is. is but like you said to, i would like to see and honestly i like to see how a lot of different cultures would handle right. this very particular story because i could even see um um, uh, Latin, Latin, good lord, so, um, a Latin rendition of this, yeah, maybe something in Brazil, maybe a um, a right. South South Asian, um, I was, I automatically went to South Asian, yeah, because like there's so many untold stories, and they don't have to be beat for beat the same, but what is your interpretation of this particular story, and right. I did. I don't know. It, it it spoke to something, some part of me, maybe a nostalgic part or something that desires these one and done offbeat movies. Because I do feel like had this type of movie come out in the 90s, it would be like a Cruel Intentions. It would be like it would have been very much Cruel Intentions. Yeah. And, and it, it's because it, it, it's so gay without gay being a thing. Like these two niggas was just like best friends that the only thing stopping them from fucking is that uh, uh, Felix didn't have a vagina. Like, right. you know, it was like these niggas was. I mean, fuck. it didn't stop him from. Uh, 
Yeah. Because <laughs> it showed us him from riding Farley's dick down to oh the Oh, my God. And Farley is just, I, ugh. I will not speak any ill of him publicly, but my God, Farley. But, yeah, I um, I wanted more from this world. I wanted more, even from, like, the Butler. I don't need a Butler spinoff. But, like, at the – I don't want to – well, if y'all ain't seen it, you know, a couple of years. Yes, like, I mean – our, I feel like our target audience, for the most part, probably has not seen it. You, yeah, um, yeah. go yeah. check just, it out. Some gay shit, yeah. Watch that gay shit. Gay yeah, shit. I, I could just see the added elements, um, especially mm-hmm. it down south in black. Um, yeah, I can see the colorism, like the paperback part coming. Ooh, I, yeah. That would have at to me. I, that's why I said I would have loved to see it in the mm-hmm. south. Yeah. Um, Maybe even during like the sixties. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. added some fucking Jack and Jill, some talented tint, some some right. fucking like those. What is it? Um, Sisters of the Eastern Star, Masons, uh, all that that shit. Man, hell yeah, that would make for a fucking phenomenal movie. Right. Yeah. But we gonna uh, we gonna take a short pause. We gonna come back and we gonna get our first table topic, uh, rocking and rolling. I hope you guys enjoy. So we'll catch you in a sec. All right. We're back. Uh, first table topic of the year. So I was spitballing this idea around. I'm like, you know what? Something that I have not talked about on a podcast, and I don't think you've talked about on a podcast. And I said, you know what? Let me bring this to Rain and see how we can chop this up and you know put our own stink on it and our own you know experiences or whatever we want to share. Um, and I'm thinking maybe I don't hear about people talk about how this topic you know maybe plays in their life or adjacent to whatever's going on, but just drug use, like being around it, like look and just. Everything under that umbrella. So, you know, I am pretty much vanilla for the most part. So when I say that, I have never done hard drugs. Like that, Mm. I I am so superficial and I am so vain. I don't want to do anything that is going to affect my appearance. So that is one reason I have never done hard drugs. And then two, I don't want to deal with addiction because I already have mm-hmm. an addictive personality. So mm-hmm. I can imagine, which is funny because I have an addictive personality, but I'm not an alcoholic, which I would think because I have an addictive personality, I would be an alcoholic, but I'm not. But I digress. <laughs> but with the drugs, like I just, even like, so this is me being vain again. Like I did not smoke weed. I didn't start smoking weed in college because I was like, weed gives you the munchies and I am not trying to gain weight. So this is why I'm not smoking weed. And then I got in college and was like, whatever. Like I'm a pothead. And then I went a long period of time after college where I did not smoke. Um, But yeah, I want to say in the last, like I said, we're in 2024. So mm-hmm. I did smoke two pre-rolls in 2023. Mm-hmm. And I 
did maybe two edibles. But prior to that, it had not been since like 2018 that I did an edible. Because the last time I did an edible, Jackie gave it to me. And I was like, <laughs> I was, I was so, it, it hit me out of nowhere. I was so fucking high. Mm-hmm. I in my claw. I, I heard this pounding on my door. And there is a Tyrannosaurus Rex like charging through the door. Mm, Close the door, run into my bedroom, close the closet door, get in the or get in the closet, close the door, and I woke up the next morning in the closet and I was I I guess I came down, but I was so fucking hot. So Mm -hmm. that kind of took me off. I don't mind doing edibles. I'm a drinker. I don't want to do drugs. Like I coke, not for me. I've been mm-hmm. around it. Um, I remember the first time, and I'm gonna say this: I don't care how much fun we're having. Don't you bring out no cocaine, bitch. I'm not doing it. Um, but I remember the first time someone brought out cocaine. Like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, I'm an adult. Like this was probably like 20 years ago. I was like, what? Cocaine. <laughs> And then I remember you and I were chatting. It was, mm-hmm. I remember I this was also about 20, 25 years ago where somebody had broke out a pipe. And I was like, mm. oh, no, what? Am I gonna get am I gonna get secondhand smoke from your crack pipe? I can't mm. do that. I don't want to keep on crack. I want my teeth. Like I can't do this. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. And then, you know, I remember watching Law and Order SVU, and that was, I think, my introduction to people doing crystal meth. And I was like, oh, this is a white people's disease. I ain't got to worry about it. Or not white people's disease, but white people's um, recreation. And then I found out years later when you would see stuff on, you know, you'd be on certain applications and certain websites. Mm-hmm. Is capitalized and the T is for party, or <laughs> they're like you party. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I like to, you know, drink and you know, get on the dance floor. It's murder on the dance floor. Like, I'm, I'm all for that, but they're like, no, do you like party party? I was like, what is that? Yeah, mean? crystal meth. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> don't do that. I don't, I don't, I'm not knocking you if you do it, I'm not doing it, and please don't bring it up around me. Um, so. That you know, I have stayed away from. Though, though I, again, I'm not judging. I like, I'm type A. I like being in control. I like to know everything that's going on. I don't want to be out of control. Like I said, mm-hmm. drinking is it. Like, and even with that, I'm a lightweight. Like three drinks, um, three drinks, I'm nice. Any four mm-hmm. drinks, you know what? I'm past my threshold. I can't do anything over four. I can't do anything over four. So it's just like that. Um, I have never, I've never really been proximity to a family member or a close friend um, that has had addiction or dealt with drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, I can only go off of what I see in the media or stories I hear from other people. So, you know, what's, yeah. what's, I want to, I want to hear your thoughts. Um. Yeah, drugs are my thing. I've uh, experimented, but I'll say the D.A.R.E. program worked on me. It sure the fuck did. Wait, um, when you say experiment, not to, not to get all in your business. Oh, no, yeah, I ain't going to shame. Yeah, so I've... Um, did you experiment with Frank Holman? Um, weed, mostly. Mostly weed. Um, 
Mary Joanna, the ganja, Mary Jane. The and it's the, the only thing that stopped me from really fucking with weed like that is the um it's not the unknown. Y'all don't love yourselves enough. If you if your weed obsession has gotten to the point where your lips are black, you don't love yourself, am I Regina? Um, oh yeah, you're probably not taking care of yourself like you're supposed to, anyways. Because I I know niggas that are they fucking pot heads and every how high uh, right. have baked sense of the word, but they you know they do whatever they do to make sure they look and smell and taste. No, and look and see how they're supposed to. <laughs> I got that. No, yeah, I, but I don't know. It's it's just not for me. I'll I'll do an edible occasionally. But for me, I'm very much like you give me a brownie, it's gonna last me for a while. But I'm even like that with liquor. Right. Like I got a bottle of gin in the freezer now that's been there. I'm sorry, um, that's like a bottle of vodka in the freezer. I had some gin that I just finished off, um, that I had for a couple months. Cause I'll sip on it. I'm I'm gonna be that old nigga that just just fucking chills. Just right. chills and sips on my liquor and and Listen to some good ass music, and you know, talk about niggas with fat asses and and big lips. But um, I think the it's so what what they say. This so nouveau. Like so many ways in which people get drugs into their system. And much like you, I'm not judging. Every, we all got our vices. I'm not addicted to drugs, but I'll buy a comic book in a minute. You know what I'm saying? I'll spend right. my last on some shit that makes me happy. But I think that. Um, a lot of people are in their bubbles and they feel like, and I might be guilty of this to some extent as well, but you feel like everybody is like you right. and your obsession, love, desire for drugs is not mine. Like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll nibble on a little bit of edible here and there, but right. I'm not then doing mushrooms and angel dust and cocaine. Oh, and no, no, tea. no, angel like, dust. no, I I'm glad you brought that up and kind of jump on what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Another thing with the weed, people put stuff in. Sh- no, mm. I've I've heard too many horror stories or, or cases where the person was fine and then they put something in the weed and then they've not come back out of there. Yeah. So like, so I was like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've seen it. I've seen that firsthand, and that's partly why that's it's not scary. for me. It is. It is. I um as a kid there was a a woman uh, one of my mother's peers and she was she was not how do I say this there was something odd about her mm-hmm. and it wasn't anything that was like creepy or scary but you could just tell she wasn't like the other moms and my mom told me like as, when I got a little bit older um that they, they were all at a party it was uh, and you know how back in the day you yeah. Them block parties in the 80s and uh-huh. 90s, everybody outside cutting up stuff. And she said, you know, somebody put something in that woman's drink. She said, because when the the woman that they knew prior to showing up at that party is not the woman that left that party. And and that scared me, not because I was like, oh, anybody I talked to is going to drug me. But it's the seeing my mom recount that story and be mm-hmm. so sad. But then also... 
seeing how different that lady was, and I was good friends with her son. I mean, him close, you know, he, and I was a very empathetic child, and so he would complain about his mom. I want me to do this and that. I'm like, nigga, that's your mama. But I also wasn't raised with a mom with whatever condition she has, so I don't know what that's like. Um, and then this kind of, walk with me, take me around the corner for a minute. I'm grown. I've been grown for a while, but there are certain things that pop up that remind me like, no, you are an adult. I went back home. <clears throat> I forget what year this was, maybe a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And me and my sister was hanging out. We went to a club and we were leaving. And there was this girl at a stoplight next to me. And I was somebody who I knew from high school, from like eighth grade, because we were in a certain program that got us like in the high school building, in the middle school. And I remember her being this little pretty fair skinned girl, big eyes, huge glasses, just kind of nerdy. And then she like became a cheerleader, but still wasn't really herself. She, I said, Hey, and we got to driving and she noticed me. She waved back and she's like, pull over, pull over at the gas station. I pull over. She was not, that girl anymore and she uh drugs had been a part of her life for quite some time and I wasn't aware because we were just sitting in the car and the way she was talking to me and the way it was I was like oh this and it fucked me up because this is somebody who I saw we essentially grew up together and and then it hit a little bit closer to home because there's a young lady who I was now, me and her, cool. Got each other phone numbers, spin out of each other's house, act the fool, run the streets together. Went back again right. years later, and she is addicted as well. And her... So, again, those are the moments that, like, bring me back to, like, yeah, nigga, you grown. You definitely in your 30s. But seeing things like that that hit so close to home where it used to be, oh, this the nigga we see on TV. Oh, that's EZL from Friday. And it's so funny how he a crackhead look at him. No! This ain't for, for comedy. This is real life. Right. And not to sound like a square, <laughs> but drugs truly do scare me because of the unsuspecting and then chaotic nature of it. Because I'm not savvy. I don't know that you mm-hmm. can just hit the crack pipe once and be okay. I don't know that. That's not something I'm aware I, of. I, I, with I, liquor, like, I know what I'm dealing with. I know yeah. if I get me a shot of vodka, I'm good. I know I could sip on some gin for my whole eight hours at work and be cool. Like I, <laughs> not your whole not eight that hours. I do that. Okay, <laughs> not that I do that because I'm I'm an upstanding Coretta Scott King of a man. But I um, <laughs> I just it may seem dramatic to some because I know drug use is something that is just so prevalent. Right. But that is something that has truly terrified me because of the the because that's the one thing that you can be addicted to and is mm-hmm. you can be criminalized for it though it's an addiction and then the criminal the criminalization aside it is something that i've seen with my own two eyes that you can do things in search of that drug that you wouldn't do like if i was addicted to shoes i would probably like I don't know. I could imagine myself maybe spending my last on shoes, but I couldn't imagine myself breaking into someone's house. Right. Or sucking dick. Like that. Yeah, like that. Well, so, hold, I mean, I well, mean. you know, we're just like that dick. You I, know? <laughs> I mean, I will say this. Yeah. I have received 
sneakers for sucking dick, but I didn't suck dick to get sneakers. So see, but that's very, but that's also a different thing. Were you on this addictive binger where you were going around suck my dick and give me some sneakers? Suck my dick, you know what I'm saying? You weren't this <laughs> caricature of a, you know. So and and again, that's not even the like, I want to be very clear. We're not even um, demonizing sex work because that's something else entirely. But right. this specific thing of being addicted to a drug and um, I've mentioned to you before, I've worked with functioning addicts yeah. for years. Some I didn't know of, some I did, but it's, I don't know, it's just seeing something firsthand that I wasn't privy to and then realizing, oh, this is the real world. Nigga, you're not a 16-year-old kid in high school with a fucking job at McDonald's. You're a grown man who could definitely work next to a motherfucker that can ask you, you want to go hit this pipe on lunch? No. No, I hit the pipe no, on lunch. No, Miguel, I don't want that. Yes. You, I, yes. no. I'd actually like to pray at lunch if you'd like, but, ah! yeah. So, I don't know, man. Hmm. Wow. Wow. I, Niggas do drugs though, you know what I'm saying? And I'm I, I'm not even against it. I'm not even against drug use because again, this whole world is going down in a dumpster fire. Do what makes you feel good, but just don't hurt you, nobody uh, and don't be a shitty person. Cause just because you you can be a shitty person on drugs, you can be a shitty person off drugs. Mm-hmm. Drugs and that's your jam. By all means, do what you want. As long as you're not hurting anyone, you're not putting anyone in jeopardy. And mm-hmm. no. Hey, you know, I like ice cream sandwiches. You might like crack. That's your thing. Yeah, I mean, do but, it. You know, me like ice cream sandwiches. I'm not, you know, being a shitty person about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, a lot of it is systemic. A lot of it is just circumstance. But I don't know. You play the cards you dealt. And I know a lot of times people do drugs and drink. I'm not going to act like drinking is just so innocent. But it's not. Been... It's not. It, drinking is yeah. not innocent. And, I th- and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you said that because I think a lot of times we look down on people mm-hmm. that drink. I'm sorry, that do drugs. Mm-hmm. Oh, you smoke pot. Oh, you smoke cigarettes. Oh, you smoke crack. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Um, but you, you're spewing this out and You've had a martini every hour of Hello. the day in bro, yeah. 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It, yours, it, it kind of goes back. Your sin, or in this air quote, is not greater than my sin. Like, it, yeah. Everything's equal. Everything is equal. Like, I, like I said, I may not be a drug person, but I am an alcohol person. I mean, I've been an mm-hmm. alcohol person to the point that I have to have multiple drinks every day. No, I mm-hmm. want to say really the extent of my drinking even comes to, of course, I have to, I don't have to. I, I you guys listen to the show, Rain. You, you, <laughs> it is known that when I record the show, um, I do have a drink and typically I record on the weekend. So the weekend is the time that I'm going to have a drink. Like I'm not mm-hmm. for me, like I'm so weird. I remember someone have had went I went out to dinner and they're like, oh you're not ordering a cocktail with dinner. I'm like, no, I I I'm not a cocktail 
I'm not a cocktail guy with dinner. I'm not a nigga that does cocktails with dinner. Like, if I'm doing dinner, I'm doing dinner, and I'm gonna have a lemonade. Like, I'm not gonna have a cocktail. Mm -hmm. Like, when I want to go out, like I'll go out. Like, if I'm gonna have a cocktail, it's not gonna be with a meal. Like, if I go out, go out specifically for drinks, that's what it is. Or if we may have an appetizer, but like with my meal, no. Or just me going to a random happy hour. If it's during the week, no. Like I'm not, my my headspace is drinking is recreational. And for me, I, mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm a third wave um, traditionalist that my drinking, I reserve it for the weekends and mm -hmm. holidays. Like now like I always, I, I tweet this every Christmas and Thanksgiving. Liquor tastes the same at 8 a.m. than it does at 8 p.m. So if I have a cocktail <laughs> on Christmas or Thanksgiving morning at 7 o'clock, mind your business. Because yeah. with my business, I'm like, I'm going to do what I want to do. So that's that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Get your, get your drink on. Um, yeah, I mean, y'all do, do drugs responsibly. Like, right. If, if and don't kill anyone. That yes, that too. Jesus and don't Christ. rape anyone. And please be able to, I don't know, fund your habit. And because my God, right? Stop stealing oh. and killing people for stuff. You didn't <laughs> slay the whole family so just so you can have five minutes of math. Is it worth it? Uh, was Sawburn really all that? Oh, I'm sorry. That's just the ah! no, I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that we love ugh. a callback. We love a callback. Mm -mm. Yeah, y'all, man. It's and if anyone's struggling with addiction, if it's if that is the case, like that is unfortunate, and this is not by any means to make light of that. This is right. a show no, where we, you know, share not. our thoughts. We're not those guys at all. But like, I don't know. I think anything can be fun in moderation. You know, right. like, I, and I and am I'm going to say this just because I remember was an episode of New Girl. When she was with that white guy with the glasses, he was like, yeah, I've been doing, I was like addicted to crack for the whole time of our relationship, but he wore a suit, so she never suspected a thing. <clears throat> like, anything in moderation is better than anything in excess. Like, So I'm not even opposed to drugs and drug use itself. Maybe not for me, um, because I don't respond well to right. it. <laughs> I gotta, I guess if I get an edible, that motherfucker gonna last. Um, but yeah, be I guess as responsible as you can be because the one thing that really gets me about these conversations, especially when people are like, "Oh, well, this is just the thing that I'm doing," and, and you know, you drink and it's that. Yeah, that is the case, but a case has to be made for other people's safety when you're mm -hmm. under the influence. You get um, and and the, the, again, a conversation could be made for drunk drivers and all that. I understand, but when you're talking about somebody who you may know personally or at arm's length, or like me, some of my former coworkers, I worked at a factory, and these niggas were high out of their fucking mind dealing with big ass machinery. Oh no! You could be high all day, but you fuck up something, somebody could lose an arm because nope. you like, and they were functioning addicts, so for them it was nothing. But I don't know. If you're having an off day, your wife didn't piss you off. Your work wife ain't fuck you in the bathroom like you want to. And now you high as fuck. Oh, God. And it's a okay. whole car on his side. Okay. And Jim then lost the ankle because you want to be, you know. So I just, ah, that that makes me nervous. I'll just, I'll, that'll be my piece. Why? 
Yeah, that shit. Mm-mm. I've had to cuss out plenty of high motherfucker at our place of work. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Bitches. So. so, Rain, we are in the first month of the year. Yeah. What are some things you want to accomplish with gay side stories reimagined? Because I feel like each year we're getting better and mm-hmm. people are getting what we're doing and they are giving us our flowers. Yeah, definitely. Uh, first of all, glory be to all of y'all who listen and you know understand what's going on. And even if you don't, you're still listening. Um, I would like to see more and that's a very blanket statement but i would like to see more i'm I'm, I'm here for it yeah um maybe trying out some a few different things be they like you know the um the was the top five what do we call this blind five (laughs) the blame blind five i said the top five the myspace top five um you know (laughs) if we tried the the blind five that seemed to work and people are responding to it maybe going back and revisiting you know old uh topics or segments um, I'd like to see, honestly, uh, some more engagement from the audience because we're, we're talking and we have chemistry and we do what we do. But if there is something that is on your mind, not to say right. it's going to get priority, but if there's something like a nigga's like, look, I don't got no gay friends. Why you niggas do this? You know, <laughs> like, you know what? That, 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 that is a great. You know what? I like that. I like that mm. you brought that up because I, I would. You know what? I would like to kind of, um, and I think I think I might have sent you something like that um, during downtime, where yeah. you know we yeah. I would love we would love to if you know if you, if you want to be on the show and you you know you're whether you are you know male or female and you're like I don't have any gay friends or I don't I'm not around that and you know I just have questions like. Ask a gay guy. Ask two gay guys. You know what? <laughs> have, have, we, have we stumbled upon a new segment? Ask uh, because ask gay them men are not a monolith. And Rain mm-hmm. and I, were, we have a lot in common. We're also two completely different individuals. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ask two gay guys. Yeah, I, I'm not opposed to that. Because, I mean, that would be interesting. Like, you know, Spence. Yeah. All at us, like oh, I think, that, that, I think that's a great way to yeah. get this on the show. Um, you know, to you know, bridge that gap that hey, we you know, we all we all out here together. Like mm-hmm. you know, who yeah, was fucked. I guess so. not even behind closed doors because wholesome is in the streets, but mm-hmm. you know, that we're what we do sexually is the only thing that does. <laughs> Niggas, like, niggas can be niggas. Like, we are a pair of niggas. The same way that straight men out there are a pair of niggas. You know, we're probably better looking and have better hygiene, but still. Oh, you said, okay. I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm, keeping it, I'm keeping it all the way from you. Oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I, would, I would like that. That would be interesting, so... I'm just here for 2024, you know, all gas, no breaks uh, hey. for the show because it, it gets better. It just keeps getting better with Agreed. it. You know. But Ryan Coleman, take yeah. us out with something 
salt burn coated. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I didn't. I didn't love him. I. Uh, I didn't want John to know that I went behind his back and attempted to murder him to get his fortune, but uh, I was thwarted by Jackie. But that's okay because she'll get hers too. No, I just, <laughs> that's my fake attempt, my terrible attempt at an English accent. But yeah, <laughs> uh, fuck, follow me, niggas. Um, <laughs> uh, Carefree Blurred on Twitter and on TikTok, Carefree Black Nerd on IG and on YouTube, and always every month here on Gay Side Stories Reimagine, uh, which is this is my salt burn. This is the thing I would kill a whole family for. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Guys, we will be back next month for Black History Month. Uh, we're going to be super black. I mean, I'm super black. We're super black every day, but expect expect black omega levels of blackness yes. next month. But uh, I'm signing off. We out. We out here. All right.